Welcome to Recovery Guy Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Recovery is a lifelong process. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy. And this is Tuesday, so this is The Fix. Thank you for joining this podcast. Thank you for bringing me energy, and I'll just return it, and we'll exchange it. And and, uh, things that create energy develop an energy all of their own. So let's just keep moving this thing together. Let's get well. Let's get more recovered. Let's go help others. Let's make this recovery movement as powerful as it can be because you and I know that the enemy, which is darkness, is looking to capture and bring down as many of us as possible. But we who have recovered will stand against that in unity in this recovery movement that we can go make a difference in the lives of others that are looking to get well and recover as you and I have done so. So this is Christmas Eve. I'm very excited. I hope you're celebrating something I know my friend Alex is a practicing Jew, and she posted some um, pictures on Instagram with Hanukkah and and the lighting of the candles and very sacred and celebratory thing for her, and I'm so excited. and, And I told her, I said, you know, the best thing we can do in response is to to worship our creator. You know, so whatever your higher power is, whoever is giving you the fuel that drives your engine, stop for a minute in this Christmas and holiday season and just say thank you. Obviously, if you're a Christian like I am, it holds even a greater sacred meaning uh, as Christmas does, but it certainly doesn't preclude anyone outside of that faith from really enjoying the Christmas spirit And maybe we don't need an extra reason to go be helpful, but why not? You know, why not be a little extra caring in this time where some people, they see other people together and gathering and they don't have maybe what we have or they haven't recognized all that they do have yet from the inside out and they're sad and they're lonely and they're despaired and they're not sure that people care about who they are, but we care, don't we? Let's exhibit that caring as we share along the way. You know, uh, today's podcast is called 2020 Vision for 2020. 2020 Vision for 2020. But before I get into that, I want to, you know, give another shout out uh, to two of my favorite podcasts. Obviously, you know how I feel about Sean Croxton and, and Quote of the Day and and Jay Shetty on purpose. If you're not listening to these two cats, you need to. Quote of the day, Sean Croxton, Jay Shetty on purpose. Look them up. You can find them on Podbean easy enough, iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. You got to look up these guys. These, these guys, they rock it. And I think I mentioned this other person before. I love this guy, Jay 
Raymer, or excuse me, Shane Raymer. I almost got him confused with Jay Shetty, but Shane Raymer, that Sober Guy podcast. Um, I had a chance to even exchange some some uh, messages on Instagram with with Shane, and and what a wonderful person he has a podcast. I want you to go listen to it. Five ways to stay clean and sober and lessen the stress at Christmas. You got to go listen to it. I listened to it today. I'm going to listen to it again, and I'll probably listen to it for a third time because there's five points and five ways that Shane talks about. So go check it out. That Sober Guy podcast, make him a part of your regular listening, just like Sean and 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 Jay and and even that you have come to uh, make me part of your regular listening, for which I am very grateful. So let's get to the 2020 vision for 2020, all right? Let's start looking forward to next year. You know, it's perfectly fine to look forward. We just want to be careful that we don't project outcomes, okay? That's the danger of getting too far ahead of ourselves or if you're a skier to to get too far over the top of your skis. You don't want to do that uh, because when we begin projecting outcomes uh, and they don't match what our projection was, it can create an unnecessary disappointment in us, which could trigger other negative things. It may not go get us to drink or use or relapse in some of the other behaviors we've overcome or looking to overcome, but it could cause us to not care for someone uh, over, you know, overtly, like we really care for them. We really want to demonstrate love and caring. So we really want to take a handle um, on these things. Uh, here's what I found. One of my friends on Instagram, a really cool person. Uh, I want you to go look her up. It's lovely underscore Deborah. So L-O-V-E-L-Y underscore D-E-B-O-R-A. Lovely underscore Deborah. Real commitment to recovery. I think you're going to appreciate reading some of her content and her regular memes, maybe even message her, encourage her as she looks to be an encouragement uh, to you. Uh, Because at the end of the day, don't we all just encourage each other? Again, uh, no man is an island unto himself. None of us get well alone. We got sick alone, but we don't get well alone. It takes each other contributing to the cause of each other that gives us this power. So I saw this thing on um, Deborah's uh, page on Instagram, and it's how to step into your power in 2020. So that is my catalyst, catalyst for 2020 vision for 2020. And once I get done with that, I have a new friend that I also want you to check out. And her name is uh, Kaylee Cassidy. Um, so on Instagram, it's at Kaylee Cass. So at K-A-L-I-C-A-S-S. Um, Kaylee is a very sharp person. I love her approach to wellness. She's actually a mental health therapist. She's a, a licensed social worker, and she deals uh, with anxiety and healing as a result of anxiety. And I think all of us have that. 
Many of us have um, degrees of anxiety, and, we, and they've never used a substance before, alcohol or drugs, but they always carried a degree of anxiety. A lot of us, uh, when we drank or used, it created anxiety, or we overate, or our gambling and losing money creates anxiety, and anxiety just builds and builds and builds. So I'm going to share some things at the end that Kaylee suggested that I do, but I want you to go check out my my friends at Kaylee Cass and at lovely underscore Deborah. So let's step into this thing today and see what we can make of it. So there's seven things that I found that I want to share with you that I'm pulling from how to step into your power in 2020. Uh, It's learn to be okay with being misunderstood by others. You know, this is so important because a lot of times I have an expectation that you are going to receive what I'm offering, not only in the content, but the intent that I'm offering it. And sometimes I might not be speaking your language. I might not be delivering it to you in the way that you receive. And if you don't receive it the way I think you should you could misunderstand me, my content or my intention. And I need to be okay with that. It may be because you don't agree with me and I need to learn to be okay with that too. But learning to be okay with someone misunderstanding me is important. Hopefully it opens up lines of communication, especially if that person is you know, a coworker or a significant other um, on an interpersonal level or a friend, a family member, someone like that, where we hope they're communicating back and saying, you know, I really didn't understand what you were saying. Could you restate that for me? But I need to learn to be okay with being misunderstood. I just need to be okay with knowing I'm doing the best I can to express myself. The next thing is do things because you want to do them, not because you want to please others. Big step. You know, we were such people pleasers along the way that we forgot that we need to just be seen for who we are. And one of the most challenging things that we'll ever do in recovery is learning to be liked for ourselves and by ourselves, I was going back and forth with my friend on Instagram today, and her name is Christy. And what a sensational person Christy is! I don't know if Christy knows how magnificent she is, but I know that Christy has some anxiety challenges and some disorder, and and maybe you know if she could reach out to uh, Kaylee, that could help her, um, but. I think with her move, um, she's wondering if people will like her, if she's going to be pleasing to others. And my thought to her was, just be you. Just be who you are. And you're going to draw the people who see you for who you are. You know, um, understand, and I tried to explain to her that, Some people may not think you're friendly, and all it means is that you're not very social. 
we have to be very careful when we judge others who are trying to get to know us, right? But maybe we're not that social. So maybe we try to do other things so to to please them uh, because we don't have that social dynamic that would draw them to us, you know? So we just want from the inside out to be who we are and let others see us for who we are, not by what we do. The next one, number three, is let go of the need to manage other people's perception of you. That's very important. We just need to send that out and and let that person receive it and process it the way they receive and process. You know, one of the things you're going to find with this post by uh, by Deborah is that these are all internal things. Sometimes we think about uh, stepping into our power uh, or doing things based on the vision we would have, and it becomes more about doing than it is about being. So number three, let go of the need to manage other people's perception of you. Let them see me for who I am, not for what I do. Now, hopefully there's some consistency there. Matter of fact, the next step steps into it, uh, but be very careful not to manage, not try to manipulate or control that other person. Stop doing things that aren't in alignment with who you truly are. So that really dovetails really perfectly with the previous point. I need to make sure the best way for someone to get to know me is to find out who I am and then watch me in terms of what I do and making sure that I'm in alignment with who I truly am. So my actions are consistent with my words and my feelings and my thoughts. So the person doesn't look at me and saying, I'm, I'm hearing this, but I'm seeing that, or I'm seeing that, yet I'm hearing this. Where's, where's the contrast? Where's the confusion? Help me understand who you truly are. The next thing, really important here, do the things that your envisioned future self would do. It's that think first with the end in mind, as Dr. Stephen Covey taught me. Do the things that your envisioned future self would do. Start acting on who you want to be. As you see yourself progressing, I saw myself as like, who do I want to be? Where do I want to go? What do I want to accomplish in the next six months, year? You know, when we're early in recovery, we want to, in projections and be very careful with those, but planning our time ahead we Again, we don't want to get too far out in front of our skis. We want to be very careful, but we want to begin seeing ourselves as this transformational person. So we recognize that person as we get there. A big thing, do the things that your envisioned future self would do. Number six, don't waste time trying to convince people of what your true intentions are. You know, either people are going to believe or not believe. For some people, it takes time. I know for my daughters, my oldest girls especially, and and family members, my mom and my dad and 
and other people who were close to me that I, that I harmed in so many different ways. Give them time. Be patient with others as we would want people to be patient with us. I can't try to convince anyone of who I am now or what I'm doing, but I can demonstrate from the inside out and hope eventually they will come around. And if you do it long enough and stay at it long enough and you're sincere long enough, even making mistakes along the way, because on this path to recovery and wellness, we do make mistakes along the way. It's just, it's just being human, right? So, Try not to convince people of what your true intentions are. Over time, they will see you. Some won't if they continue to be selfish and self-centered and can't let go of the past and they're holding on to grudges and resentments. That's on them. We need to let that be on them. We can only own what we own. You know, I've got a broom and it only cleans up my side of the street. So I need to chill. I need to sit back and I need to be who I am. So it reflects and affects what I do. Number seven, look inward for guidance and validation, not from outside sources or people. Such a big deal, you know, to thine own self be true. You know, I pray and I meditate and I ask God to show me who I ought to be on the inside. Now, do I think it's important what other people's view is of me. Now, it doesn't control my life, but if I'm getting enough negative responses, I probably need to do some adjustment. You know, I'm I'm a big accountability person, so there there's four people in my life that I'm really accountable to. Um, one, of course, is Laura, right? I'm accountable to God as I understand God. And again, as a Christian, I'm, I'm accountable to the word of God. And then I'm accountable to my wife, Laura, and our relationship of over 31 years. There's no greater friend or confidant that I have. I'm so blessed that she is in my life to help me lead me along this journey. And then I've got my sponsor, Will. And Will is such a dear friend. Will has known me. In my 33 years of recovery, he's the guy who let me sleep on his couch and a few weeks later let me know it was a convertible sofa and I was more than welcome to pull it out and get a good night's rest. But God, Laura, slow will, and then my sister Mary. My sister Mary was the one who opened the door for me back to my family when I was a year and a half sober so I could get a reintroduction into my family that I had given away and done so much harm and damage to. And when Mary talks, I listen because she'll message me here and there. I like this. I like that. What are you doing here? What are you doing there? But I, but I listen to, to those people. So I have people that I'm accountable to, but other than that, you know, I be very careful because I can't be all things to all people, but I do look inward for guidance and validation. So I love this, how to step in, into your power in 2020 or 2020 vision for 2020. Learn to be okay with being misunderstood by others. Number two, do things you want 
to do them, not because you want to please others. And again, this is all inside out stuff. So Deborah, thank you. This is really good meat and easy enough if you're still drinking milk for you to lap this up as well. Let go of the need to manage other people's perception of you. Number four, stop doing things that aren't in alignment with who you truly are. Boy, that's a biggie. Got to find out who you are and then be in alignment with those things, those thoughts, so they reflect your activity and your actions. Number five, do the things that your envisioned future self would do. Number six, don't waste time trying to convince people of what your true intentions are. And number seven, look inward for guidance and validation, not from outside sources of people. Folks, this is something that I'm, I do in different ways, not in this order or with these words, but I love this kind of stuff because it really helps me take my own inventory and that sharpens my saw. You know, step 10, we continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. These types of things help keep me sharp. When I notice an imbalance, when I notice something not exactly the way I would want it to be, it's these types of things, you know, halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. It's those kinds of things that self-examination, that checkup from the neck up, that helps me write my ship that I can be the most productive person as much as possible. So again, lovely underscore Deborah, go pull this up from her Instagram site, pull this down, go check it out, copy it, print it, put it on your wall. These are great things. So again, thank you for your contribution, Deborah. Let's get over to what um, uh, Kaylee Cass says. Um, We're just becoming friends and and when I knew what I was going to do um, with uh, with Deborah's content, um, I I had just met uh, Kaylee the other day, and we were sharing some thoughts and and appreciating each other's work. and And I asked her, I said, you know, Kaylee, as a as a licensed therapist, someone who's got a degree in this, and uh, you know, um, has really made a study of anxiety as a personal anxiety sufferer um, herself, and becoming an anxiety healer. I like those kinds of people who are um, not afraid to show who they are uh, so they can help other people uh, become well. So I asked uh, Kayla, I said, you know, give me some ideas. I let her know the content of what I was going to be doing. I said, hey, give me some things to leave the listeners so we can come to a better understanding. If we were in a therapeutic session with you, how would you help us along the way? And here's, here's some pretty cool things, and, and I love the simplicity, yet the depth of them. Uh, again, all inside-out stuff um, as the, the, the steps uh, on the, the vision, uh, the 2020 vision. So here's the first thing that Kaylee told me. Uh, it can be hard to change. Whoa, isn't that the truth? It can be hard to change. And I love the next one because it transitions perfectly. Because it can be hard to change, it's okay if it feels difficult. You know, sometimes we are so critical of ourselves that we have a tendency to beat ourselves up if we find an area being too difficult where we might see someone else 
have success in it. But you know what? We don't know how they struggled. We don't know how long they've been trying to overcome this area or adopt this particular uh, gift or quality or behavior. We don't know. We just see the completed project and we think, well, if they did it, we should be able to do it. And how come it's taken me so long? And we get hard on ourselves because what we're trying to do can be hard. But you know what? Most things and Deborah and 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 Kaylee and myself and countless others, uh, uh, Shane and 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 Sean Croxton and Jay and all the rest of the people out there dealing in wellness will tell you uh, what we're asking to do is simple. It's not always easy, but it is simple, and sometimes it takes time. So it can be hard to change. Because we have to let go of things to grab onto other things. And sometimes we, we use these, those past things, even though they were negative, uh, as a security blanket. But as Stephen Covey has taught me, every major scientific breakthrough has come from a break with. So let's break with the negativity so it can be a little bit easier to change. But if it feels difficult, it's okay. Another thing that Kaylee said was, be patient. Be patient with ourself. Well, that's, you know, I, I've said it before in a podcast, you know, negative self-talk is so dangerous because we're the ones who are saying it and we validate the negativity. We have to stop that. We need to be patient. We need to give ourselves time. We need to say it's okay to make a mistake or go slow in the process or maybe even put it down for a while until we're ready to come back to it. You know, hopefully we've got someone in our life that's encouraged us and along the way. And that's where friends and sponsors and even people like Kaylee uh, can assist us along the way as, as they've overcome things personally, but they have a degree and in, in area of healing, you know, uh, maybe you want to reach out to me, you know, I'm, I don't have the same degree as as uh, Kaylee does, but I've been at this uh, personal recovery for over 33 years, and maybe we can help each other out. You know, uh, on an Al-Anon standpoint, my, my friend Susie, you know, she's been at this for a while and helping others who, who, are, who were victims or part of a dysfunctional family because of their significant other or family member uh, uh, having an addiction. So let's reach out, but let's be patient. You know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. One person told me, because I was so negative on myself and impatient, and they said, if I told you the things that you told you, how long would you let me stick around? You know, and I thought about that, and I thought, not very long. So why is it okay for me to be impatient with myself but if you're impatient with me, I take offense to that. Here's, here's one that just sums it all up. And again, at Kaylee Cass, check her out. Let her be your friend as she's becoming mine. Give yourself lots of self-love in the process. Man, I'll tell you, self-love is a lot better than self-loathing. You know, we... We despise what we did and what we became, but it's not who we are. We need to separate what we became from who we are because 
I know my friend Chaz or 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 Tess Ann or or Wendy or Angela, all my friends out there in the recovery community, Mary and Chris um, and Buddy and Eddie and John and 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 Sally and everyone that I've known along the way. You know, we stopped caring for who we were because we thought we were what we did. And again, we're not bad people trying to get better. We're sick people trying to get well. So as we move along in this process and this journey, as we're trying to develop change and understand that it's okay if it feels difficult, we just need to be patient with what we're doing. And along the way, give ourselves lots of self-love because only people who really have found the love for themselves would do what we're doing to become well. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I hope you join our recovery movement. I hope you listen to Sean and Jay and Shane and you you go on Instagram and you look for people who are looking to get well. Don't get caught up in the in the personalities. Get caught up in truth. If someone's not speaking a language of love or kindness or recovery, go somewhere else. Find that message. Find that person. Let's all become the best version of ourselves so we can become the best possible resource for that other person. Remember, you know, are we accountable? I I hope we are, you know. Because we are, like I said in my previous podcast, we are our brother's keeper. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of the Recovery Guy podcast, recoveryguy.org. Listen, subscribe, share, comment. Let's get this thing one day at a time together. Let's increase our recovery community in this recovery movement. And let's see how well we can actually become. Thank you again for listening. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy. 